another girl I work with and everyone was blacked out except me and the girl getting groped and I'm like hey are you okay with this and she's like absolutely not and so uh yeah I tried the uh hey man cut it out you're making everybody super uncomfortable and he did the Ugh. oh okay. this isn't cool oh okay oh, I'm the bad guy it was uh you gotta hit him with no I'm the bad guy essentially it was a <laughs> weird situation where you're not the the brazenness overtook like all of my senses. I was like, yeah. "You're just fucking doing this." Those are always uh, very because you're you're so bewildered that it's even happening that you don't have you don't have real time reactions. You're like, "I'm so is this even happening?" Yeah. And then you have to recollect, and then you know the damage could be already done by then. So yeah, you have to act quick. And after I'm apologizing because I didn't do enough, and then I'm like, I didn't do shit. Like I didn't fucking grab anybody. Like, yeah, fuck this dude. <laughs> Why am I feeling bad? I tried. Yeah. I did, I'm the only one that did anything, and I'm still not. But it wasn't enough. It's never enough, Sean. This is bullshit. That's that Midwest guilt. I think we just we'll we'll never feel like we've done enough. It, it's never enough. No, but we're it, always failures. Yeah. Well, that's true. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to Parking Lot Drunk. So. Welcome back. It's the alcohol kickoff because that's the seat. The leaves are falling, and so are our standards. So yep. that's uh, that's kind of the vibe we're putting out there. It's a balmy ninety-four degrees here in the Los <laughs> Angeles metro yeah. area. Beautiful Indian summer. Uh, I feel like every season when it kicks off, we get this heat wave. But the heat wave, this one, has seemingly lasted a month or so. Yeah, I think there's like a weird time where it's only. It's like a week or two where it drops to like 65 and you're like, oh shit, this is it. And then it's always 92 the next three weeks. So, Yeah, spring. I, every time Pit Baby tries to come out here, it seems he he's like right around Mother's Day too. There's always like some gnarly heat wave the week of Mother's Day. Yeah. Because when I delivered flowers, I was always like just baking in a van full of flowers, just cranking the just air conditioning. Just hotboxing the van Hope, with hoping some orchids. Uh, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Fall. It's a great season that we're probably saying goodbye to. Uh, I doubt we're gonna have too many more of them. At least in California, it's just gonna go summer. Uh, you know, uh, climate collapse winters and just polar vortexes. Yeah, I mean, we're already pretty limited on seasons anyway. So I think it's gonna be like two weeks of rain, uh, seven months of fire, and then uh, the rest is just gonna be kind of nice. I wonder if people will start traveling for the fires. It's like, oh, it's fire season. Ooh. Let's go. Vi oh, Bring let's your go marshmallows. Let's go to California and just do helicopter rides over the, the remains of somebody's life. I realized how uh, like acclimated I'm getting to it that, uh, that it was probably two weeks ago that the Sequoia fire smoke blew down here. Uh, and it, I was like, oh, shit, something's on fire because that black hole sun uh, type of filter that's on everything. But. I was just like, yeah, this is way too commonplace. Where I'm like, oh, it's yellow out at noon. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's fire season. 
Yeah, I'm walking through Blade Runner skies, and this is just the new normal. Terrific. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, it's like Blade Runner without all the cool future shit. Yeah, doing my little bit of traveling, like, my throat's been, like, my voice has been kind of fucked for a month now, because, like, uh, the... Because you the, got the Delta variant in all 50 states? Probably. I'm, I'm the super spreader. That yeah. is me. I've gone through the South spreading the gospel of Corona, and hopefully, you know, all the right people have heard it, and... <laughs> You know, unvaccinated have accepted the will of the Lord. Yeah, just they're uh, checking their Facebook pages <laughs> as we speak to see uh, by their their doctors. Yeah, they're all they're all hopped up on ivermectin. They'll be fine. Yeah, they've, they've followed uh, the 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 Apostle Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe the, the, of News Radio, <laughs> the 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 holy words of Joe of News Radio. Uh, <laughs> but no. Yeah, uh, it's like Salt Lake City, all the, the smoke had been, like, fucking up the air qualities, and it's high elevation, so it's, like, thinner air anyway, and then you're getting bad air quality, and then all through the south, like, Texas just has a cloud of dirt hanging in the air. I Like, yeah. my throat and my just nasal passages were just fucked that whole journey until we got into beautiful, beautiful... Kentucky, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, bluegrass state, blue, beautiful, you know, very green, still very green, just about to turn to the beautiful fall colors, where, uh, you know, just a cacophony of colors falling. Yeah, I mean, like that was kind of the best part of like northern Michigan is fall. It's like it's still kind of warm, so you get that little bit, but it's like the colors are changing and everything is beautiful. So. Yeah, humidity's not as like uh, oppressive. Those mosquitoes are gone. Yeah, it's they're they're dying or hibernating. So there's you get to enjoy going that. back to hell for the winter. Whatever, <laughs> returning to the seventh layer of hell to incubate until the next fire season. But yeah, I mean football, sports, uh, MLB playoffs, hockey's coming back. Uh, all the fucking pumpkin flavored everything all these oktoberfest beers that uh all kind of taste like somebody spilt a kind of (laughs) french onion soup in your beer they're all back baby (laughs) uh this one is goat's milk uh onion french onion this is a delightful yeah there was a a beer i got in grand rapids at the height of uh microbrew season uh in michigan where in grand rapids there was a a straight up microbrewery on every corner and one dude i thought brought me somebody's entree like it tasted like soup it was way too spicy it was it was rough but uh you know people out there swinging for the fences that that's what you got to get after yeah i mean i wonder how much of this is actually just um people like wanting to do something new and intriguing or if it's just like Fuck, man, we got to keep at putting out new products to stay relevant. And, like, if it's pumpkin spice, this, like, a uh, pumpkin spiced oat milk uh, stout, then so be it. But Yeah, I think there's also that. Which that kind of sounds good, actually, now that I've said it. But also the stout kind it's of. It's a good breakfast beer, you yeah. know. When you yeah. wake up, cash the child support checks, that, that's <laughs> what you're drinking. Yeah, sure. Sure you are. <laughs> um, we, uh... I don't know. Oh, speaking of uh, of breakfast beers, I'd met up with a buddy to watch us. Well, he was watching a soccer game. I just went out because I have a problem. You were just watching people run back and forth. Uh, yeah, I was just drinking weird things at a Irish pub 
in the morning and then eating their weird I- Irish fare. And you know what? I loved it. Uh, I had some Irish coffees, which they didn't they didn't just put whipped cream on the top. They whipped actual heavy cream. And my mustache hasn't smelled the same since. It's yes. just just rotting goat's milk yeah. all the time. <laughs> I, I shampooed it specifically, and yet it remains. Um, we're looking up a, a best to worst Oktoberfest beers list here, and uh, oddly enough, Naringen Set is at the, the worst of these 11 choices. So uh, that's, uh, that's Maine, right? Narragansett? That sounds right. It's uh, it's it looks like a lot of East Coast brewery. You got Brooklyn uh, brewery. Well, Sierra Nevada's got a, a contestant. Maybe we run to the liquor store and we try some of these. <laughs> yeah, just take all the spice that we need. I, I, w- I was trying to make a joke. I'm like, how white are we that fucking pumpkin is a spice? Yeah, but I feel like it's this time of year that it gets forced on everybody. Yeah, and as it's a like, big marketing stunt. I mean, it it's fine. It's still like. I'll ba- call me basic. I'll go get a pumpkin spice latte. It's it's tasty. It's a tasty treat. Sean. I've, I've never liked it. I th- I think it's for heathens and uh, it's just terrible. Like even growing up, like pumpkin and pie, pumpkin pie shit is like this is garbage. This is just paste of something that does not taste like an apple pie. So get rid <laughs> of it. I'm a big fan of pumpkin pie, and uh, I'm probably due to buy at least two to three Costco pumpkin pies this season that I will eat about three slices of. And just watch mold colonize. <laughs> Do so a little science experiment just and see what grows. Leave, for some reason, pies are just like, oh, you can leave them out. You can leave them on the kitchen counter. Like, oh, keep it covered. Then like blink and just like. That's why you gotta you gotta like, gotta lean into the fruit pie situation because, <laughs> you know, uh, I you, was thinking like Bobby Hill fruit pies, but you're uh, thinking yeah. of like actual <laughs> I mean, pies full of similar fruit. thing. Where you can eat it in the evening, and then you can also eat it in the morning. It's got the, the same properties of like a pop tart or a toaster strudel, you, if you will, um, where it kind of lends itself to any time of the day. Pie, it's always a good time for pie. Yeah, I mean, an apple pie. It's a good dessert. It's good for breakfast. It's a nice, yeah. nice middle day. Eat it like soup. If you're, lunch. you know, you're just at the bottom of the barrel, you know, rock bottom, just uh, on a park bench in the middle of the afternoon <laughs> eating a half-eaten pie from a pie tin, that's that's socially acceptable. Yeah, that if you see a, a lone man eating a, a out of a pie tin in public, you that's either he's at the he's either at high high he's just crushing life or yeah, bo- but most likely bottom of the barrel. He either uh, walks to a Bugatti. Or he falls asleep on said bench that he's sitting. Those are the only two options. Yeah, that's where he lives. Yeah. Um, are there any Oktoberfest beers that you do like? Um, I mean, Sam Adams' Oktoberfest beer seems palatable, but it's like you could just say that's regular Sam Adams to me, and it'd be like, all right, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like, I kind of feel that it way. doesn't really have a distinct type of flavor, but. Let's see what makes an Oktoberfest beer an Oktoberfest beer. I feel like it's all Americanized, too. So you've actually been to Oktoberfest, so you know. <clears throat> I did have a wild run through one Munich Oktoberfest. And it was, uh, as most things I do, uh, especially if I do them alone, which I did, uh, not planned at all. Uh, did I talk about this last year? I feel like I must I feel have. like we had All to. Right, well, yeah. 
Uh, long story short, speaking of sleeping on a park bench, I slept at the airport because they don't, <laughs> you know, it's a small, Munich's not super big, at least the air, whatever I was looking for. And this is before Airbnb and shit as far as I know. But long story short, yeah. Couldn't get a hotel, so I just slept at the airport. <laughs> I feel like that's not a rare thing. I've had to do that in Chicago when your travel plans die, as they always do, uh, if you're trying to travel from Los Angeles back to Michigan. But Oh, yeah. Chicago is just like the Bermuda Triangle of like, you're you're probably going to get stuck at Midway. Yeah, it's the jack-in-the-box of major fucking airports. <laughs> They're Bingo! Like, yeah, it's open, but, you know, you don't want to be here. <laughs> oh... So, other than the trademark of an Oktoberfest beer, traditionally these are dark-colored lagers brewed to be about 55 to 6% alcohol volume. And they're in March? Through this, uh, they're brewed in, this, in March through the summer months to allow rich malt flavors to develop. You know, something that's brewed so you can drink like 12 to 15 of them, that seems like kind of the mode with this. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out what makes them... Uh, maybe it's trying to be more of a German-style beer, so it is a bit darker and more malty the way that... Uh, dude, German beers are, like, just... You, I, I don't know how they serve them in the, those giant fucking mugs, too, because they're, like, strong... They're not IPA strong, but they are strong fucking beers, and people are just throwing them back. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of... Uh there's a lot of beers like that. Like, I feel like a lot of people that drink uh, Guinness and stuff, yeah. it's, it's a completely different beer than it is here. Like, I've heard that a lot of times from, if you get a beer at the brewery there, the amount of preservatives and shit that they put into it to bring mm-hmm. it over here, like, it's not even the same thing, so. Yeah, I had a Guinness during the uh, the football match yesterday, and I was like, yeah, this is, I think I'm a, I'm good for about one a year, and this that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> Now let us do as these wise Germans of Hamburg do and drown the memory of so many cemeteries in beer. So clearly being the Philistines that we are, we're not, our palates aren't refined enough to really <clears throat> have the, the great appreciation for the Oktoberfest beers, but uh, we did need a little shot in the arm to give some, let's, let's do a little bit of research, you know? Yeah, I mean, I figured we kind of just tiptoe through these subjects as much as possible, so. But a tertiary Google search couldn't hurt either, so it turns out Munich Fest, uh, or uh, pardon me, Oktoberfest beers generally have two categories that exist. Uh, one, it's sort of the uh, the champagne style type, type thing where there's two that are one is any uh, beer that happens to be registered by the trademark from the Club of Munich Brewers, which is six breweries, which are all very German. Uh, Lowenbrau, Pauliner, Spartanbrau, Hofbrau, Munchen, Munchen, Munchen. My nailed it. My German cousins Got are it. just losing their shit right now. But uh, Augustinerbrau, Spatenbrau, Hacker, Sporbrau. So those are the six that are officially from Munich and official Oktoberfest beers. And then uh, pretty much just any other beer that uh, you'd start brewing in March and want to make uh, in the the traditional style of the red lager that grew to uh, fame and kind of put that, that time of year on the map. But uh, this is us also going back to that pagan shit, I assume, because Oktoberfest, just the Germans uh, even having that celebration, sort of like the one last hurrah before winter kicks in. Yeah, and it's also kind of celebrating like 
the summer harvest type of thing where you've got all these new kind of ingredients that uh, you've been kind of gathering for the past couple months. But. Gathering and got to get rid of in a way that you can hold on to through uh, through the cold months, through Just bottling and canning and preserving. Throw in a barrel, fucking pour some water on it and uh, see what happens with it. Yeah, and it'll keep you warm through the winter months, so... Fall is a wonderful time, and like I think that's probably why we bitch about California as much as we do, cause, at least Southern California, because we get dicked out of uh, out of fall, really. Yeah, Unlo- like, I there's mean, no like, color. Ch- I mean, there's very minimal color change here. You can go to the mountains to kind of get yeah. a kind of taste of it, but uh, yeah, as, in terms of just sitting in Central Southern California, you're like, yeah, this is uh, this is the same. It could be June, December. August, it doesn't matter. This is summer or summer light. Which would you like? Oh, extra summer. Okay, great. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a great time. It's a good drinking. I mean, they're all good drinking months, Sean. So I mean, if your life is on the level that we are, it's always a good time to drink. So yeah, there's always a reason to celebrate or to forget. So yeah. one one or the other, uh, we'll find a way. Life will find a way. But um, you know, I mean. And you gotta, I mean, if you have the opportunity, why not go to Oktoberfest or any of the like local Oktoberfest celebrations? You go out and, you know, all the breweries pull out, pull out their version of it. And yeah, and there's also drink them. You can just smuggle in a flask and drink whatever you want. Yeah, just bring your own Modelo in and just pour it into a glass and say, look at that, that crisp amber uh, color to it. Modelo Oktoberfest. That's what this is now. Look, I'm wearing Lederhosen. That makes it October y. This is great. I will. Oh, it's a weird. That's a weird, weird look. But I don't. There's some part of my lizard brain that I'm like, I love this. I don't. The Lederhosen look. Just that like mountain the German Gustav, uh, Bavarian. Yeah. Like, oh, throw your hair up into Cinnabons, girl, and let's uh, let's let's party. Let's let's listen to some pop music and just. It's also about. like a weird thing. Uh, just historically speaking. Uh, granted. Sorry, Germany. I'm going to bring up the thing you guys are best known for. Uh, Hot dogs. Well, yeah, and World War. But um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a, something about like seeing all these Nazi celebrations with people in Lederhosen of like, we are the most terrifying, fearful people on the planet right now. But look at my tiny shorts. Like, <laughs> look, look at my socks. They come all the way up to my knee. This is neat, right? <laughs> I'm 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 a fearful figure in this this world, but yeah, I mean that might just be my American brain not understanding uh, culture, which that's probably it. But uh, well, I I just read uh, I, well I didn't know that um, it's like some well-known designer designed like German yeah Hugo Boss yeah it was Hugo yeah. Boss. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy that they're, like, still around and nobody just ever brings this shit up. I mean, it's also the same reason people kind of look at Warner Braun Braun and be like, yeah, the guy who got us to the moon, he was a Nazi. Yeah, we turn a l- I mean, there's obviously a lot of blind eye turning, and, and a lot of it's just ignorance and people not realizing it, but it's also, like, I, I don't know, but... Well, point Ameri- point being, Hugo, Am- Hugo Boss wasn't around when like the pagans and the the mountain people were like getting out their big mugs to celebrate. And That's true. Getting ready to bunker down for the the. Uh, the it's also harsh. one thing America does good is just rebranding people. It's your oh, yeah. second chance. Just no re-market. one's gonna look into this later. Don't worry about it. I also learned that uh, 
up until World War II, Coca-Cola and Pepsi were like, I don't know about neck and neck, but like Coke wasn't Coca-Cola until World War II when they kind of like won out the bid to supply soda for the uh, the American troops. So they like huh. were the sole supplier of sugar drink to the soldiers. And then, so, so you know, everybody fighting over there, that's the brand they knew and they trusted and they were like, they, they this is what we had. So and then they came over and then when... You know, tame times like, are we getting soda? Yeah, I'll grab some Coke. Like it was just, and then after that, yeah, Pepsi has never been able to like catch up. It's always weird that that it seems like culturally, like people like Coke's Amer like super American. It's the only thing. But like growing up, I'd never really drank Coke just because I fucking didn't like it. Um, I mean, it's all sugar water at the end of the day, but Not- I preferred the taste of the the blue sugar water instead of the red sugar water, but. As a um, brand, I identify with Pepsi, the new generation, a little more than classic Coke. Yeah, it's I feel just, like they led, leaned into my millennial lifestyle, so. They also brought us Sprite. No, Sprite's. Uh, I fucked that up. I, they also brought us Mountain Dew. So there's that. The beautiful, beautiful uh, North Carolina water. Yeah, that's the weird thing about Mountain Dew. Like, I can't even remember the last time I had a Mountain Dew, but. <laughs> The fact that they would give that to children in hindsight seems insane to me. Like, yeah, growing up skateboarding and just seeing them sponsor all the uh, the skate events and stuff, and I'm like, because they're all, they've always been trying to tap into the extreme market, and they're like, we're extreme, we're Mountain Dew, we're neon green, and we're yeah, whatever. But it's also like that, just doing physical activity in a hot environment and drinking like slamming Mountain Dew is fucking nuts, and it's it has to it's probably has a lot to do with like them either having a lot of caffeine or the perception that they have a lot of caffeine where it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm amped up, man. Or the 125 grams of sugar that's in each one that gives you the cocaine power oh, yeah. where you're like, <laughs> I'm 10 feet tall and I can do anything right now. I'm strong as an ox, but yeah. Uh, there's a lot of that where they, you know, <laughs> marketing, marketing the youth. And then somehow you blink and then there's just this army of blue collar workers that are just like, powered by two liters of mountain dew yeah but it is it is strange to see somebody drinking mountain dew now where i'm like something went terribly wrong in your life (laughs) like stay give that dude a wide berth because he's gonna do something terrible he's writing a manifesto and if he's not writing it he's dictating it into a a talk boy that he's had since home alone 2 came out yeah that dude has a discord that you do not want (laughs) to see so Oh man, uh, but nah, that that's funny though, because like it has, sh- like Mountain Dew has their uh, their reign as the champ, at least from the '90s to the 2000s, has been challenged by this uh, army of uh, energy drinks now. So like now we got, I mean, Monster Neon Green, they're coming for you. Yeah, and then there's uh, Red Bull that just they've got that like late '70s kind of illustration style commercials that are like yeah. Fuck it. Why not? We've got so much money, it doesn't even matter. They're just Brewster's millioning uh, their uh, their marketing campaign. So Yeah, if we're bringing it back around, uh, this is kind of, I've, I forget if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I do have a sneaking suspicion that Red Bull has some very uh, suspect uh, origin stories. Like, that if, if Coke and, uh, or if Hugo Boss and Volkswagen and the NASA all have ties to, uh, you know, CD-backed, 
backstories and people that have done some fucked up shit. Red Bull has like entirely too much money for the, how long of a company that, that they've yeah. been around. It's like they bottled a bunch of water from Chernobyl and then they got like some government grant and you're like, oh, we got this drink for you. Go ahead. Well, they spend money at such a rate and like I can't imagine that like I don't know what kind of numbers they put. They Clearly, they put up numbers for in sales because they're everywhere. But like think about how many times you see a Red Bull uh, like the Red Bull girls giving out free Red Bull. How Like they yeah. have two Formula One racing teams, which are like having one like it's kind of unheard of for any company to have two and like because they're just having one is so much fucking money they have like an entire media company that they're constantly and they pay very they pay everyone very well yeah and it's like where does all this money come from and why are you so in such a hurry to get rid of it it also the way it's kind of marketed people are like fuck i'm not an animal i'm not gonna drink monster yeah let me grab a red bull it's more refined yeah. It's European. The smaller can definitely helps, even though they sell cans up to fucking, you know, uh, a baby leg size. But um, yeah. th- that definitely helps. I think the coloring, like their color scheme and just the fact that it doesn't have like a that like liquid death. Doesn't uh, have a dirt bike look to it. That, yeah. The, that Monster and other brands would have. Yeah, it's it's less it's definitely less aggressive looking so that you don't feel as white trash even though it's all the same shit yeah just a weird mix of quasi-scientific b vitamins and sugar (laughs) yeah and and taurine so i mean we all need taurine yeah i'm uh i've often wondered when i'm having a bad day if i've had enough taurine so yeah when you can't tail whip your bike that much that's you need more taurine But besides Oktoberfest beers, which clearly we're well-versed and uh, big fans of. We've done all of our research on it. Yeah, I wish I, I you know, we'll, we'll, get a, we'll get a spreadsheet, a Google Doc going, Sean, and we'll start, we'll start really getting ahead of the, the cart here a yeah. little bit more in the future. Now that the money's rolling in and we have. Now that, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we do have merch coming. We got some koozies and stickers made. So we're going to do one koozie for six bucks, two for ten with a free sticker. Just uh, hit your boys up if you want. If you've ever wanted to explain to a friend what our podcast is, get one of these koozies. If you would like to pay money to advertise with us, you just go ahead and let us know. Yeah. Because that's that's all. That's just how you make it big. We're talking to you, Red Bull and Mountain Dew. Yeah. Let's get some energy drink sponsors. We'll we'll concoct a whole new uh, menu of energy drink infused cocktails and alcohols that oh they're my gonna, god they're gonna be as good as the ones that you've already had yeah are you gonna black out are you gonna have a heart attack or are you gonna be up for three days like you you just don't know little uh spoiler alert yes mountain dew and rum maybe a little mix of a hennessy splashed in there mm. we're gonna go with the mixing style of that dude that you went to college with that uh it's like have you ever tried cranberry <laughs> juice in this yeah, it'll basically be just a an accidental roofie of a, of all various sorts. Yeah, a panic attack induced uh, mm. kind of heart attack. Oh yeah, the ha- the hangovers will be severe and unconquerable. Yeah. But beyond beer, there's you know there, fall is just a great uh, season for uh, sipping on a, a variety. Of, like they got ciders, we got hot ciders, we got mold cider. I'm only going to go cider. So I'm stopping at yeah. cider. I mean, cider kind of leans into the harvest type of thing. You know, when you go to the the cider mill 
and you see the horses pull the thing that crushes the apples. I'm not sure if that was a big thing uh, in Pittsburgh, but in Michigan, that was the the highlight of plain ass donuts and uh, cider. That was the big thing. Plain do- plain donuts and cider. Yep, that yeah. was uh, kind of the you'd always go on like uh, field trips and stuff like that, and you're just like, wow, this is uh, a dry ass donut. Cool. Oh wow, <laughs> a cider. Oh well, yeah, this works great together. Do you dip or are they just well? No, paired? it's you just kind of eat them as fast as you possibly can. If uh, you know. Speaking of sugar-induced children, that's 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 the move. Yeah, I think par- our parents and our parents' generation, the generation before it, they were just so like worn thin with it, working all the fucking time and raising kids that they're just like, just give them sugar and shut them up and put them outside. And There's also the 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 concept of like, uh, we'll give you a prize at the end of this if you pay attention. Like, yeah. Look at this old-timey thing. We're going to dip some candlesticks, but you'll get treats at the end. And sugar is the greatest prize. Um, I di- I mean, going up to Michigan uh, this this past uh, a week or two ago, That I was reminded because I went golfing with my dad and just just being in Michigan, I'm like, oh, yeah, apple trees. I forgot about these. I mean, yeah. you know they're out there and like somebody will have one around here, but they grow nothing. I'm just walking through the, the golf course and just seeing – all the apples on the tree and falling from the tree. I'm like, I could, I just had a snack. Like I was, my yeah. blood sugar was all fucked. I, I get real fucking pissy golfing anyway. So I'm like, all right, mm, just have a little green apple snack. My blood sugar's righted. I'm like, this is nice. Yeah. That was something that like everyone I've ever met try to grow their own apple tree and, and deer just eat the shit out of it. <laughs> so then ruin it. But when you see one, like a full on orchard, you're like, oh shit, this is, it goes with the crisp air. It goes with the kind of the feeling before kind of hunkering down before winter. So yeah, and all the different varieties we have now, like it's so awesome. Like just as a kid, just I mean, I don't remember having this many fucking. I, I remember like Red Delicious and Granny Smith, and like maybe that there was like that Golden Delicious, and that was it. And now there's just like so fucking many. What's your apple of choice, Sean? Uh, Pink Ladies are good. Pink Lady. If I if I'm gonna get baller. Uh, Fuji apples, you know, can't go wrong. It's usually all the red varieties, mm-hmm. I think. I think the uh, Granny Smiths are the greens, right? Yeah. Just never really got on board with that. Remind me too much of, like, uh, Jolly Ranchers and that weird mm-hmm. kind of kind of basic apple taste that you're like, man, this is not, this is not exotic. Yeah. I, I buy Granny Smiths out of the manager special at Ralph's because there's usually a bag of them. One of them's like bad already. So it's like 99 cents for five apples. And then I just use them for uh, juicing or for smoothies. But I, it's not a snack and apple for me. For me, it's hard to beat a Honeycrisp. Jazz are very good as well. I always buy Gala thinking they're going to be as good as Jazz or Honeycrisp. And they I don't think they ever are, but they fool me. Yeah. I got confused by the... Um Fuji Gala. Fuji Gala. Fuji Gala sounds like a great event that you really have to dress up for. But I would always kind of mix up what is what, and I'd get uh, Gala. And I'd be like, God damn it, I wanted Fuji's. <laughs> yeah, Gala Gala's like the Mormon of apples. They're just like sitting there being all nice and polite, and you think they're okay, but they're not okay. Yeah, Sean. it's just like biting into a bunch of wet sand. It's not, <laughs> it's not great. It's the mayonnaise of apples. God damn you. But uh, but when you ferment them, mm. yeah, that's a treat. You ferment them, throw them in a pie. So many options. Michigan but. really kind of leaned into the 
we're gonna try to knock it out of the park with everything alcohol so uh cider houses were like a big thing that kind of popped up a couple years ago that um one of uh a girl i grew up with owned uh taproot uh cider house in Traverse city michigan if you're there um and it is delicious. It's just cider that you're like, wow, this is great. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, wow, I'm drunk. This is... Uh, oh, yeah. I do like ciders. I, it's cra- I, I don't know if like the seasonality of apples are just uh, because they are a specific flavor rather than like the amorphous flavoring of a, a hard seltzer. But it's it's is peculiar that ciders have been around for as long as they are but it like nobody they didn't they didn't pop the way that hard seltzer did yeah there was always like one person at a party that would bring a six pack of angry orchard or something yeah and it's usually somebody who's like uh celiac or has a gluten intolerance or something or it's like well i have to drink these and it's like that again probably deals with the psychology of things where it's like well i don't want to drink the thing i have to drink yeah unless that's delicious mountain dew and vodka <laughs> uh yeah clearly the devotchka yeah but um ciders i mean i really don't have any problem with ciders either I, i'll get the they, there's like what a some brand that sounds like a it's got like a beaver involved but it's like a local brewery around here and they're I've never had a like a bad cider. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the perfect thing uh, if you're sick of like drinking uh, kind of seltzers, which has got that weird kind of lab-grown uh, alcohol taste, where it's like kind of chemically. Yeah, uh, very much. But um, yeah, it's essentially mixing like what an eight-year-old would want is just orange juice or oh, yeah. juice and something kind of fizzy. If you want to dr- get a kid drinking, give them some some Golden State cider. Yeah. You hear that, kids? <laughs> get after it. I'm sure Golden State loves that kind of endorsement. Like, why did you say us specifically? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a clown on your label. That's why. Yeah. Talking with Bernice, that was funny, listening back editing. And I was like, it is kind of crazy that you're just allowed to make your, your beer look fun and childish. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, similar to how we uh, kind of market to children with cereals and stuff where you're like, it's a cartoon character. Here you go. This is fine. Yeah, but it's like kind of, the for, it's for sure the forbidden fruit for so many years. That, so like you have these fun labels and eventually they grow up and they're like, well, I'm going to town now. <laughs> yeah. Like just some voice deep, buried deep within them is like, no, we finally can do it. We can finally have as much as it. <laughs> And it's sugary. But, I mean, ciders are great, too, because you can have them hot or cold, which I'm not having a hot seltzer. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, there was always this big thing, in Michigan at least, that everyone would kind of make their own uh, deer camp kind of uh, hard cider, which is always just, we got seven bottles of Jim Beam. We're going to dump it into this thing of apple cider, and that's, that's your Apple Jacks or whatever we're drinking at deer camp. Something that'll keep you really warm, but also taste delicious for the season. But there were always way too sim- si- too much cinnamon where like you would almost choke on it. But but cinnamon's good for you. It is, but in that in the levels that some kind of Jim Bob in his garage kind of mixed before the night before was a little bit much. Yeah, like everybody loves a home brew and a homemade this or that, but like when it comes to you know. Th- 
alcohol or these psychoactive chemicals like weed, you know, there's there's a big fucking learning curve. And yeah, you get some uh, trailer acid, and all of a sudden <laughs> you're down at the Walmart shooting a bow and arrow into a crowd, just shooting it straight up and wondering if it's gonna land on you, a la Garden State. But yeah, uh, I mean, I haven't had a, a mold cider since Christmas, but that's, I mean. It's, uh, fall's also great because it's that last like stress-free time before the holidays where it's just like, all right, the leaves are falling. We're going to relax a little bit before Halloween kicks in. And then like Halloween's just like the kickoff for Thanksgiving. And then it's just like, it's just the, the uh, holiday yeah. onslaught is coming. It's also like the weird kind of in-between of like, you got the Halloween scary stuff, like especially in media and stuff that you can watch like during that time. Uh, but it's also like the end of uh, summer, so you can wear like I'm gonna wear that jacket I haven't worn in seven months or whatever. Like it's kind of like a weird in between where it seems like new before the 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 awfulness of a gray winter. Like yeah, <clears throat> it's like it's also introducing because winter is fun for about like like that first snow and it's like oh it's so yeah. crisp and beautiful and January second you're fucking sick. Of oh it. yeah, and like just. It's cold. Your the back of your pants haven't been dry and since September. It's just like yeah. you're fucking sick of like I just want to go out to my car without having to put on eight layers. Getting real sick of racking my knuckles on my windshield every yeah. morning. And especially if it like man, I uh, but my last year of college, I remember we had like an ice storm, and it just coated everything thing in like a couple inches of ice and just. You're like, I don't know how many windshields probably got destroyed by people just like chipping away at the ice. I had to spend a night in a speakeasy in Detroit because there was a nice (laughs) storm and there was like two inches of ice on everything. You can even walk out without slipping. So, yeah, not not a great time. It's a it's a real bummer. But so uh, in 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 hindsight, fire season sounds pretty good. Yeah, I mean rebirth we're we're close enough to the coast like we can go sit in knee deep of water if if need be but as my friend patrick buker says the beach is non-combustible except right now in huntington where it's coated in a big fucking oil spill because why not why not yeah i'm sure if you got an (laughs) open flame too close to the south bay something would happen but you know whatever yeah one errant cigarette button you know we're just gonna be flanked on every side by fucking flames and destruction but anyway (laughs) on a poor positive note keeping it upbeat hot toddies oh man maybe i'll get more festive this year and start because like especially now with my throat i can make a toddy throw a little honey and cinnamon in it maybe some ginger i feel like hot toddies always have this weird kind of implied medical nature to them where they're like Oh God! I feel like I'm coming down with something. I should probably get a hot toddy. And you're like, yeah. it's just warm alcohol. Yeah. Like it's not. I mean, I'm not a doctor, so who but whis- knows, whiskey but. kills the germs, though. So that's you know. true. And then warm, warm kills. So that's good too. I mean, that was kind of the same logic as my parents giving me uh, Verner's ginger ale when I was sick as a kid, just because like it's got bubbles. You'll be fine. Yeah, I've, I don't know that one. Like. Like oh it's it'll 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 calm your stomach G- the ginger ale and like maybe like when back in the day when it, it actually had a lot of ginger in it because ginger does help stuff. Uh, I feel like somebody saw 
a TV show that said like ginger's really good for a sore stomach and then somebody's like, "Well, I got this ginger ale, so that must be good for a sore stomach." <laughs> and then Verner's was like, "Jackpot. <laughs> That's it." So here we go. But uh I will say that I make fire cider and like every time that I start to feel like I'm getting sick, I just take a shot of that. Even uh being home in Pittsburgh like I was just after 10 days on the road and just being fuck like not sleeping well and going through all these climates i was like i feel like i'm getting sick i was just eating raw garlic and every time i did it if you want if you want a little zest to your life just chew up a fucking bulb of garlic and just slam that down with some water you will you will get a burst of energy and you will not that whatever that itch in your throat it's fucking gone for the day yeah i've done that with uh ginger where i'm just like just gonna eat this piece of ginger and I'm like, why did I do that? But yeah, it's harsh. Uh, and my, th- I mean, with my doctoral background, uh, you know, I'm a very high authority on this matter. But like, yeah, I, my idea is it's basically putting your entire body on red alert, where like it's just like, what the fuck is that? Everybody attack! Yeah. So it just gets your immune system like on on the attack mode. All the signal fires are lit, yeah. and you're ready to go. <clears throat> so they're so basically all the uh, your immune cells are going around and then they go find the thing that's actually bugging you and you're like oh okay we got to handle this so yeah but that's my theory uh but fire cider is just that'll that shit will light you up i did find fire cider in a store like for sale in pittsburgh at a, at like their version of sprouts and baby that is a market that is wide open that we could really capitalize in it. It's fucking wild because like a, a little like a 16 ounce bottle was twenty five dollars. Yeah. And none of the shit in it is that expensive. I mean, that's the shit with like those uh, uh, like wellness shots where it's like mm-hmm. uh, there's pineapple, apple and orange in this and they're just cold pressed and it's seven dollars for 14 ounces. Well, this shit's self shelf stable. Well, that so that's like the oh uh, yeah the the perk of this as well because it's like you know I'm just saying like the Long Beach Pickle Company can start that up then we get fucking then we get the fire cider which we call something else because I think it's they're they've uh, maybe taken over the branding on that one yeah but, I mean they they sold like the little gogurt shots of it for like two or three bucks and even that it was like an ounce so it's three bucks an ounce yeah that's crazy overhead yeah for yeah so welcome back to business moves yeah parking lot drunk uh fire cider coming soon with free with or, uh free koozie with purchase yeah we're gonna be up to our nuts and koozies like in two weeks sean it's Listen, gonna be fucking great we kind of took a bath on these koozie <laughs> situations so we need you guys to buy them that's why we keep plugging them but uh we kind of got forced Listen, into it nobody has signed up for the patreon i did not create so <laughs> a uh, real dark deal here but uh, we are just we are just uh, in quicksand of money. We're just throwing <laughs> yeah. money at our... <laughs> anyway. We're just treating it like a, a stepdad on the weekend. Just throw money at the problem, and then it won't be your problem. Exactly. I mean, if there were two guys who ever more looked like stepdads, I think we are fitting the bill quite quite fully. Yeah. It's real weird to, to buy Xbox games as a 38-year-old, <laughs> and you're like, oh, is this for your son? And you're like, nope. All right, well. It's for non-daddy-daddy. It's for me time. This this is for the kids that I'm never gonna have. Yeah. Oh goodness. Um, 
What else about fall drinking? What are these notes? Ciders. My notes have been... <laughs> uh, check. <laughs> I like the uh, the thoroughness of that. It was uh, two lines. Fall drinking. Ciders. Nailed it. And end of episode. In this gay German beer house of the Reeperbahnstrasse, our attention is attracted not by the cult of death, but of life. Life is joy, is gaiety, is mental deafness, is physical fitness, social grace, serenity, and the power to forget. But most of all, the absence of any memory or sense of death. Have you ever been hunting? Uh, no. I mean, I've sat in the woods as a kid with my dad, but never, like, had a gun and or bow and arrow in my hands of, like... All right, I'm ready to kill something. But were you in the presence of a kill? Uh, I don't think so. No. It always seemed like a lot of sitting and looking. Yeah. And waiting. Like f- fishing's similar too, because it's like I went fishing with my uncle not too long ago, and the lack of beer on the boat was disturbing. I was oh. like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Like just you're, you're talking about ice fishing that that's what you need. Yeah. Cause ice fishing is like, I'm just going to get blackout drunk. And if I catch something, that's all the better. That's just a plus. I'm going to catch something that Sean won't eat ever. Never, yeah. never. These gross, no. gross ass fish. Um, it's okay to eat fish cause they don't have any feelings, Sean. Yeah. I'll, I'll still, I'll still <laughs> lean into chicken. It's chicken of the sea. Anyway. Uh, yeah, ice fishing's a little out of out of the topic, but I was just curious because, uh, I mean, fall hunting season is opening. Like it's right around Thanksgiving too, huh? Uh, I think it's before, at least in Michigan. It's I feel like it's before, but it's like I just remember coming to school and like half the school is not there. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh, everybody first day of rifle season or first day of doe season. It's interesting that they do make that uh distinction where it's like well now you can kill the women <laughs> yeah it's always a weird thing of like well uh yeah if you don't see uh like a fawn with it go ahead it's like, it's like all right well they don't always they're not always next to each other but yeah i mean it's i mean it's a brutal like and arbitrary set of rules to me but it's also like you know oh well it's it's inhumane because they need to repopulate and you're like yeah but the whole reason you're hunting them is largely because of population control because there's no yeah uh you know predators that are helping keep their population in control so it's like well either a family could eat this for a year or it could be on the side of the highway yeah and i mean like that's the weird thing with hunting is like that's where a lot of the money comes from in public land use of like, oh, we upkeep these hiking trails and stuff. It comes from hunters and stuff. So like you kind of get that. But just as a kid, I saw the first bait pile, bait pile hunting seemed like even as a kid, I was like, this seems like cheating. Yeah. I (laughs) think I thought that was illegal. uh, I don't think so in Michigan. Like (laughs) maybe that's why it's because they're like, well, we've got 175 deer on the road. Uh, we just got to make this easier. Yeah. I mean, I think I had heard a story of a family member who did bait hunting in uh, 
It was not. <laughs> he got fined heavily for it. So. Yeah. Baiting deer is illegal in Michigan's lower peninsula and part of the UAP. But maybe not in the 90s or 2000s whenever you were oh, out yeah. there. But not to or, out, out your family members. Or member. maybe my family members were just like, I'm sick of this. Yeah. This is a... Uh, Fuck this. I've been up since 3.30 in the goddamn morning. <laughs> Which is also... I that Yeah, hunting... I, I respect it because, you know, it's way more honorable to go out and do it yourself and process the animal and hike it out and everything than it is just to be like, well, this one's on sale, so I'm going to get yeah. some ribeyes and it's all full of chemicals and blah, blah, blah. But, and they do, uh, hunters are, hunters and fishermen are the biggest contributors to land conservation and the most active in fighting for the land protection. So yeah. suck on that, liberals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's also... Uh, if they weren't just like kind of dickish about it, I feel like hunters kind of, I mean, not all hunters, but not all hunters. Yeah. Kind of the perception of hunters is like, I'm just here to like Ted Nugent type of fucking shit where you're like, kill it and grill it. I don't care. I got to kill it. Yeah. Most of them are like, I don't want to buy meat during the winter. So I'm going to shoot this deer. Yeah. I'm going to save myself a lot of money by having to use all of one animal rather than go out and find the the pick the pick and choose cuts of an animal that somebody else raised and butchered yeah but you know is what it is i'm uh talking out both sides of my mouth because i have never hunted uh my fishing career is terrible and um you know i'm largely picking off the manager special these days whenever i do get some meat so as a kid i was super into like slingshot hunting of shooting squirrels and stuff but did you meet eat them no oh, well, <laughs> that was the shitty part about yeah. it yeah it's because just eight my, me and my brother eight and ten year olds out in the woods shooting things like he shot a flying squirrel once and it was the most heartbreaking thing i've ever seen because oh. <laughs> <laughs> he killed it and then it floated slowly oh, to the ground. Oh, God damn it. That so if is, your day wasn't ruined, it is now. That's rough. Um, just slowly floating to earth. Yep. The rigor mortis had already set in to it's keep the, the... First thing I see when I close my eyes at night. That's <laughs> And its eyes are the first thing I see in the morning. Yep. And this has been a great episode. <laughs> of, oh. <clears throat> well, you know, maybe that squirrel was an asshole. Let's just let's just hope and pray. Yeah, I'm assuming he said some racist things on Twitter. So, are there Oktoberfest strains of weed? I'm not sure. What would that even be like? Can they we just crumble up some maple leaves into it? <laughs> uh, yeah, some yellow f- uh, le- leaves. Move up. O- move over, Oktoberfest. Cannabis is coming. Can Can Buzz reports. Jesus. <laughs> it's just a comically large All joint. All credibility of your journalistic <laughs> integrity is out the window with your header image, but... Uh, in 2019, uh, Tony Miller was re- leading a gla- grassroots festival where everything that's happening in cannab- cannabis consumers could be enjoyed with food market and then beer and whatnot. And, uh, and Sublime. And so many Sublime cover bands. I feel like it. if it is, it's just a marketing technique. It's not... Yeah, well, I mean... 
I yeah, mean, I mean, guess beer. At least with beer, it was more rooted in something that's uh, seasonal and changing. But weed is weed, as far as I know. Like, yeah, th- I mean, there's strains and everything. But like, is there a is there a pumpkin spice THC? Pumpkin spice weed strain. Let's see. Everything I've come across that is like, oh, it's got hints of pineapple, and like this just tastes like weed. Like it doesn't taste like anything. Pumpkin spice weed edibles. Uh, that that's true. Pumpkin Kush regular cannabis seeds. Pumpkin Kush. Well, let's go get this. <laughs> I mean, fuck it, try it. Yeah, if we weren't struggling through this as it was, let's go get some pumpkin Kush regular <laughs> for sixty-five euros for ten seeds. Oh, this is to grow it. Uh, but damn, sixty-five euros for ten seeds. That's uh. I'm not sure in my conversions. What's that? It's uh, a lot. It's like seventy dollars for ten seeds or something. Am pumpkin Kush Mandarata strain, slightly sativa dominant hybrid strain. Pumpkin Kush marijuana is created through crossing the infamous lamb spread and pre ninety eight Bubba Kush strains. Named for its notably pumpkin flavor, pumpkin Kush is perfect for any hybrid lover who likes slight sativa kick to their medicine. Yeah, their medicine. But as spicy and sweet, nutty, flowery flavor with hints of rich pumpkin. And whoever had to write this. I feel is, like we're just exploring websites now. Yeah. That's, well, this person for sure is making more money than me. And good good on him, her, or however they identify. Because, God damn it. This is really well written. In a 4.7 out of 5 star strain with 25 votes, one review from allbud.com. So, pumpkin spice has infiltrated the THC market. As you would kind of expect, it's fucking everywhere. Pumpkin spice donuts. I, you know, it's is the Han Solo boots are out. The vest, the fucking yep. cream colored tops for the ladies with their blonde bleach. That's some Midwest shit. And like going, I mean, it's out here too, but it's just way more prominent out there. And that's that's one thing I don't miss. Uh, some bitches were giving Jill some some the business uh, at at her because Jill's going to college now. Jesus. And they were like, Jill's got dyed hair and a nose ring and, you know, this and that. She's a bit more alternative looking. Just a cool person. She's great. She's the best. But uh, she was walking into class and some fucking, like, mean girl bullshit happened with, like, some carbon copies of each other. And I forget what they said, but J- Jill was just, like, put them in their place real real quick. Like, I forget what she said, but I was pretty proud. She was just like, I'm sorry you basic-ass bitches can't <laughs> get over the fact that not everybody looks like you. You boring. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like... Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like that uh, that kind of mode, uh, especially early college, you're just like, really? Still doing right. this bullshit? Exactly. Like, like, we just escaped this from high school, and now you're carrying on. from high school. They're like, this worked then, so. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, she's in community college, so there's going to be a little bit of that, like, overlap where people that haven't gotten over the, the high school attitude yeah. and bullshit. But it's nice to see that she's not like that, so. Yeah. She's there to do a thing and, uh, you know, learn and get it the fuck out of there. Get them go, credits. Go get them credits. Make that money. Don't get in too much debt. Go into crippling debt. Crippling <laughs> debt that no one is able to surmount. And you will point. never be able With, to get it out of it. Unless you're born on third base. And then, you know, it's, yeah. a, lot, it's a lot easier. Yeah. A lot of easier touching home after being born on third. Well, what else? What kind of pump? I want some pumpkin spice acid. Let's, uh... <laughs> I mean, you just have to take acid and then eat uh, pumpkin, some pumpkin pie. pie. <laughs> it's just a pumpkin pie laced <laughs> with a tab on top. Just liquid LSD poured all over a 
It's just in the whipped cream. The, the whipped cream's gone bad. There is some bad whipped cream being circulated <laughs> at Oktoberfest. Yeah, if if you have a dessert and you're like, well, uh, the best thing you can do to it is add a bunch of whipped cream, it's probably not a good dessert. I will say in uh, this Halloween-related, baked pumpkin speed, bu- baked pumpkin seeds are a uh, a yearly treat. So there's that. Yeah, I'm not a big pumpkin carving person. Maybe I'll. Uh, I'll uh, find a way to work this into my schedule, but I wish I knew Huggy's recipe when he made those fried chicken flavored pumpkin seeds. Yeah, I thought I was trying to think about that uh, recently because I was like, I don't think he did anything to him. I think it was how he just like actually cooked them. I, I thought know. that was the thing. It was like it tastes like fried chicken, right? And I'm like, yeah, this well, is. Yeah, he gave it to us, and we were all like, this is really good. He's like, what's it taste like? What's it taste like? And, like, nobody hit it on the head, and we're like, it kind of tastes... He's like, it's fried chicken. It's dead on. (laughs) And he was, like, pissed off that, like, nobody got it. And we're like... And, like, after the fact, we're like, oh, yeah, for sure. He's like, fuck you people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who knows? Huggy always had uh, very intricate uh, kind of recipes and things. Uh, He was, like, growing these heirloom tomatoes that were of this certain variety that you could only do in the south of france or something he's like it's working here and i'm like nobody cares they're fucking roman tomatoes but (laughs) yeah he he what a fucking character all everybody from snowboarder just such unique human being just the best people on the planet very like mm. it was a goddamn sitcom working (laughs) there yeah yeah, absolutely yeah and the stories uh but yeah maybe we'll get uh, one of them on for like a, a snowboard drinking uh yeah, lodge drinking's like a whole thing, and being Opera, on the mountain and all that. Opera ski, all that. Uh, and I, I mean, ma- <clears throat> even Mammoth Mountain—they do their own Oktoberfest, which is home to our good friend Casey's some of her better stories. Yeah, I've heard about. <laughs> it's like an IPA festival or something. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, which uh, it's the last time I hung out. That didn't do me any fucking. Favors, I mean, I'm so. just saying. Sorry, Casey if and that, Jordan. If that title doesn't uh, describe your situation. It, being oh, there, <laughs> well, hell, man. Uh, you know, we've we've danced around the topic. We dipped our toes in. Um, we barely covered it. Yeah, you know, what do you want from us? You're he- you're not here for <laughs> details or backstory. Yeah. I mean, maybe you know, it's a good episode when we get really accusatory at the end and very <laughs> defensive. Hey, you know, we why do we fall down, Master Bruce? So that's true. Uh, but uh, enjoy your pumpkin spice everything. Uh, it's going to be a lovely season while we and blinking it'll be gone. Yeah. But the good news is you can get pumpkin kush marijuana strain at, uh, you know, I think all times of the year. It's not a seasonal thing. Yeah, nothing seasonal anymore. We're just going to buttfuck nature into making whatever we want We're all year round. We're going to post this California will on the rest of the world. Nothing seasonal. Yeah. Everything is available. If we can't grow it here, there's South America or another continent where they can, and the seasons are all backwards anyway. So yeah. we'll keep it producing no matter what. And fuck their environment and the ecosystem. <laughs> And livable wages. Yeah, because we want bananas, and I don't want to pay 20 cents more than one for one. That's true. So thank you, the rest of the world, for holding up our uh, little empire for the next for indulging three, three years or so. Our idiot empire. Yay. <laughs> and on that positive note, this yeah. has been a part of my drunk. Happy fall, y'all. Yeah, cheers. Oh.